Remember when your mom used to say, stay out of grown folks' business? Well, this podcast is grown folks' business. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Oh, yes. Fresh off vacation, here I am. Here I am, shining and dining. Mm-hmm. I went to Fort Lauderdale for a little bit, got my life, and came back to the cold, 40 degrees, sun shining, so it ain't so bad. So let's get it started. I never want to say that I'm giving too much again. So many other lovers at a limit, but not you. You, (laughs) you, you, it's in the way, it's in the way you love me, babe. It's in the way, it's in the way you love. Never enough, never enough. It's history. It's full of love because you've given me everything. Everything. Everything, everything and some more everything 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 and some more everything everything and some more everything everything and more every little thing i ever knew i needed in the world everything i've ever knew i needed in the world you give me what i never knew i needed but now i know i'm so satisfied i'm never gonna quit it oh no never gonna quit it baby It's in the way. It's in the way you love me. It's in the way. It's in the way you love. Never enough. Never enough. It's history. I'm full of love because of. Because you've given me everything. Everything, 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 and some more for everything. Everything, everything, and some more. Oh, everything to me. You're everything I ever knew I needed in the world. Every little thing I ever knew I needed in the world. Everything I've ever knew I needed in the world. Everything, 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 and some more. Everything, everything, and some more. Everything, 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 and some more. Everything, and some more. Every little thing. (laughs) that's everything by sam sparrow i love sam sparrow he hasn't released the album in like maybe about in maybe five or six years he hasn't released the album so new albums coming next year he's putting out really good music um and i'm uber super deeper excited about it so um we have a little bit to talk about. I first want to say that 
all of you guys that have like joined in on the podcast and are listening now. I'm so glad that you're here. So glad that we have you. Welcome. Get a snack. Enjoy it, you know. Soak it up. Whatever you gotta do, you know. I'm just glad you're in the room. And for my oldies, my faves, you know, love you. I'm so glad you're here. So can we just talk about... I just want to dive into this because I wanted to get it out the way at the beginning of the show. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> okay, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A said they wasn't going to be making no more donations to certain organizations. And then they said that they was going to be maybe making donations to some other organizations. Let me tell you something. If you don't care for LGBTQIA people and you support organizations that rather see us not exist. And I'm really, really, really tired of this narrative of like, well, we're protecting the American family and American values. What is an American family? You tell me. You tell me, Diane, what's an American family? Is it Bob, Susan, and 2.5 children in a picket fence in a nice little suburb West of the city where Bob works and drives in the morning and Susan has on those little pumps and those little pearls and she, you know, waits for Bob and then he gets to the door and then she greets him and then the kids run up and they little dog and they live right outside the city and, and Bob makes good money and, and Bob went to college and got a degree and maybe Susan went to college and got a degree and, you know, they live in the suburbs and it's a nice little white community and everything is so cute and nice and everything's fine and this is an American value and we have a little picket fence a little gated fence and we live in a nice community and kids go to nice schools with all white kids and all white people and just oh it's just so nice is that the fucking american dream is that the the um american values the american family because last time i checked that's not it actually susan is with mary that's an american family tom is with roy that's an american family and they adopted a child okay how about that that's american you know, that that's a real American family or an American family can also be a house of people who've joined each other together because they've been thrown out of their own community and they've come together to create a family of their own or a family could be, you know what, this, I don't have any family. I moved to this city. I met these friends. These friends are my family. That's a family. A family is what you create. It is what you decide to make in this society. That is American. American is America is the ability and the right to choose how you define your life. As long as it does not invade the rights of other people. That is American. So when they're like, oh, I'm just, we're just trying to protect the American family and American values. Bullshit. If you don't think that LGBTQIA, if you don't think that we should exist, then I don't need to be chewing on your peanut sandwich because I don't care about a sandwich. I care about the millions of gay, lesbian, bi, transgendered, queer, asexual, 
people, people who deserve and have the right to live their lives the way they want to live them. And on a side note, you will notice on this show that I say LGBTQIA+, because all these little jokes about the letters, sure. Sure, they're cute, they're funny, ha, 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 ha. We've added a letter every year, blah, blah, blah. But those letters represent people. And I think that we forget that. Especially with yesterday being a day where we celebrated transgender people who have passed. And, you know, I really thought about posting a whole bunch of stuff on my Instagram. But I took a moment to reflect of... And to really kind of read and do some research on what does it still mean to be transgendered in this society? And how many transgender women of color, hundreds last year, died in this very country under the hand of American oppression? They died. So I, I I was like, let me not be posting because I don't even know. I don't even know what to post. I'm trying to take in the information myself. I'm still trying to understand transgendered and what it means to be transgendered in this society and what my role is as an ally and what my role is as someone who exists inside of the community with privilege. Because gay men have the most privilege inside of Rainbowville. That's what I call it. LGBTQIA is Rainbowville. They have the most privilege. So what what can I do with that privilege that's bigger than just posting? That's bigger than just saying, well, LGBTQIA+, I support everybody, I'm an ally. You know how we do. Post, post, post. LGBTQIA, wear a rainbow during Pride. But do we really know who's in Rainbowville? Have we really traveled beyond our little suburb of Gatum to really see what's going on? I said all that to say I'm not eating a damn peanut sandwich. Fuck Chick-fil-A. Um, because I, I've not been about them for a long time. And I had an experience at a Chick-fil-A a few years ago where a man called me the N-word. And I don't really want to rehash that story. But I was very young. It really bothered me. It really was disturbed me. And um, I just don't eat there. And plus, I'm from North Carolina, so there's enough Chick-fil-A's to go around. So I had my peanut sandwich when I needed to have it. And now that I know they don't think I should be a human being, they don't think I should exist in this world, I won't be eating the peanut sandwich. I hope you join me. Don't eat the peanut sandwich. I know it tastes good. Go to Popeye's. It comes with a pickle, too. Don't eat the peanut sandwich. Come on and sing it with me don't eat the peanut sandwich don't do it hallelujah we thank you lord for destroying the peanut sandwich right now taking the taste buds out of our mouth oh god we don't need the peanut sandwich oh god thank you for allowing us to go to popeyes and have something that tastes good but not trying to see lgbtqia people die oh god an organization that just trying to serve sandwiches 
churches on Sunday. Oh, God. Not a Christian organization that would rather see people that you created die. Oh, God. Take the taste buds of the Chick-fil-A sandwich out our mouth. Oh, God. Thank you right now, oh God. I feel you closing up stores. I feel you closing up Chick-fil-A right now, oh God. It's not even Sunday, but close their doors, oh God. They using your name in a wrong way, oh Jesus. Don't eat the peanut sandwich. So, um, <clears throat> I also want to address something else. Because a lot of people has been in my DMs about this. And I just want to say, I feel like I'm just cleaning house on today. I am not listening to any Kanye West. I am not going to any Kanye West concert. I am not posting anything about Kanye West. I don't care if Kanye West saved 5,000 souls. I don't care if he fall on his face and say that he is the next Messiah. I don't care if he said that the Lord Jesus Christ is returning on tomorrow and he will be driving the train into heaven. Well, so be it, I won't be on the train. So be it, I won't be praising his name. And so be it, I will not be lifting up Kanye West, okay? He is not even on my prayer list. Because the minute that he said that slavery was a choice, I knew I needed to get off this train. And the minute that he said black people don't have culture, it was the minute I needed to get off of this train. I'm going to tell you this once and I'm going to tell you this twice. Black people are the culture maker in this country. We are the barometer for culture. We are the barometer for what is hot and what is not. And I'm going to tell you what's not right now. Kanye West. I read this book by Elizabeth Gilbert called Big Magic a few years ago. And I did not agree with one of the statements that she made until recent years. It says that the ancient people did not believe that people were geniuses. They believed that geniuses was a guide, a spirit, or a help that came onto a person to help them achieve some great artistic ability or creative endeavor to a high level. And that at any point in that life, that guide, that spirit could leave that person. And that even though when the spirit and the guide meet talent, great art can be created, the person can still go on to create without that spirit or guide. Whatever spirit or guide or creative being was on Kanye West when he was first producing rap music, the George Bush don't like black people, Kanye West, that one, whatever guide or spirit or energy was on him to help him create and move and do things during that time is not on him anymore. It has lifted. And I'm telling you, I am not engaging in that anymore. It just behooves me that we would just give over this... 
we would forgive a person who now has taken the opportunity to shit on black people and shit on people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When I can flip back just a few albums and see where you was talking about how America's fucked up because we got that white Jesus. But I, 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 I'm confused about your placement now, brother. So until you, because there's hope for everyone, until you find come back to a place where you not shitting on black people, um, I won't be catching that bus. I'll wait for the next one. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'll be catching the next bus. Thank you. So turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, catch the next bus because that's foolishness. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, talking about creative energy guide and all that good stuff, let's talk about the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Grammys. So, let's just call it what it is. I think it's Lizzo's year, baby. Ow. I'm going to say, I'm going to preface that by saying, was not a huge Lizzo fan when she first came out. I just, like like the music I like, and I really, I thought it was a little poppy for my taste, but it, it's hot. Like, I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to take anything away from Lizzo. Lizzo is hot, okay? Lizzo is doing it. Okay, she's out here doing it, okay? Also, the other thing about Lizzo is if Lizzo reminds me of, she just seems like that girl that I knew in school, especially because I was a music major and she played the flute, but she also ratchet. Like that's I know that I know a girl like that. I know a girl like you play the flute and you ratchet, but you also don't take people bullshit and you smart and intelligent. I like that. I like that. That's spicy. So obviously her um Truth Hurts is nominated as the record of the year, which is like record of the year is is a song um, that's supposed to be one of the biggest of the year. So, on the list, Hey Ma, Bon Iver, Bad Guy, Billie Eilish, which I think has, like, a chance of winning, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, which is basically my favorite things, so I don't think she should win nothing for that, Hard Place by Her. I'm a little confused about her because didn't her sing Hard Place last year? I'm just confused. I know she, re- after the Grammys last year, she released all of her music as a full album. So it created like a nomination thing where like she can be nominated again. But I, I mean, Hard Place, I thought was hot last year. I didn't think it was hot this year. But I mean, her is hot. So nonetheless, can we just talk? Can we just talk? Okay, tried it. Um, Khaled does it better. So that song is nominated as Record of the Year. I heard that song everywhere. I will say I heard that song everywhere. Then you have Old Town Road, Little Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Then you have Truth Hurts, um, Lizzo, and then Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee. My guess, if I had to go off like what's the Record of the Year... It has to be Old Town Road. It literally stayed on the charts forever. Lil Nas X messed up the game. Like, he really, he did that. If it's not him, 
I would say is Truth Hurts because Lizzo really just came out of nowhere. But I feel like she's nominated for so many categories that they just may not give her record of the year. It may go to Billie Eilish, bad guy. So I don't know. Um, Ariana Grande can have a seat. Her won last year. Um, <laughs> Ariana Grande can have a seat. Her won last year. Um, that's funny. Khaled, it, that would surprise me. Post Malone would surprise me too. I'm really thinking Old Town Road or Lizzo. Um, and maybe Billie Eilish was still. Who knows? So album of the year. Okay, so now when I think of album of the year, I think of the album that really moved me or the album that I really feel like, okay, that that did it. Um, Bon Iver's on here with I and I. Um, Norman Effin Rockwell, Lana Del Rey. I have not heard that album. So that's probably one I need to go listen to. Billie Eilish, of course, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Um, that might win. It was a good album. No lie. Um, thank you, Next, Ariana Grande. Thank you, Next. Um, <laughs> literally, like, Thank You, Next was the song of last year. Um, Thought I know was Sean, but he wasn't a match. But I don't think the album really popped. I thought the album was amazing. But I didn't think the album really popped because Ariana Grande has so much so much going on, like, personally and, like, all, like, the stories and stuff that I thought that the album got lost inside of that. So I didn't think that... I didn't think the album really got the play that it deserved to have. I played it. I actually bought the album. I thought it was good. I got a bad idea. Um, I used to know her by her. Like I said, I'm confused by her because her stuff was released as EPs and then she released it as an album. So I was like, okay. Seven by Little Nas X. I have not listened to it. Little Nas X is really not my speed. He's a little bit rest for the young kids. You know what I'm saying? For the young kids, not for me. Um, cause I love you, Lizzo. I think she will win because I heard all the songs and the album really polarized. Oh, polarized. Um, really moved a lot of people. People was bopping to that album. Cause I love you. People stand for Lizzo. Like that was the feminist, like, why men great till they gotta be great. You know what I'm saying? That really that just that was the song of That was the album of the year, honestly. That was the album that people was bumping and playing and enjoying and just Really, they really, 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 really was fucking with Lizzo. So, I really think it's her. And Follow the Bye by Vam- Vampire Weekend. Don't know, we're not going to listen to it. Um, I am going to go listen to that Lana Del Rey album just to see. Because, you know, album of the year is always a sneak attack by somebody. Somebody always, who, who won? Who's that? What's that girl's name? Yep, always happens. Um, now, song of the year is a little bit different. Lady Gaga is nominated again. I'm just like, okay. Y'all just gonna keep giving her awards every year till she don't till she don't have no more room on her shelf. 
Always remember us this way. Um, Bad Guy by Billy Eilish. I, I hope I'm saying his name right. Um, Bring My Flowers Now, Tanya Tucker, which I don't know. I got to listen to that one. Hard Place by Her Again, Lover by Taylor Swift. I don't, I, I, I don't know that song. Why is she in this category? Where did she come from? I swear she pays to be on this list every year. I'm like, Taylor Swift, where... Uh, the music is not even as good as it used to be. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan at all. But the music bops. But lately... Uh-oh. It's not working. Um, She need to calm down. Um, It's really not working. Norman F. Rockwell, Lana Del Rey, Someone You Love, and then um, Truth Hurts, Lizzo. So I think Lizzo's going to take that. So, Best New Artist. Best New Artist really... I think it's supposed to be the person that really shapes us. Is like, oh, you came out of nowhere. You your music is, but and I just feel like it's Lizzo. I know it's like, dang, he gave Lizzo everything, but really, the girl really had a year. The girl really had a year. Like, really think about it. Two thousand and seventeen. Did you even know Lizzo? And the tail end of 2018 was when you like, okay, why I'm in great today, gotta be great. And then, I mean, 2019, it's just like that girl was everywhere. Everywhere. So, yeah, Little Nas X, maybe Billie Eilish, Tank, and the Bangas. I love them. They're from, um... They're from New Orleans, and they were at Afropunk this year. They're really good, but that daggone Lizzo. Lizzo for the win. Lizzo for Best New Artist, definitely. Definitely. I don't have to read the other names. Now, this next category, I, I just have a question. Best Pop Solo Performance. Spirit by Beyonce. Bad Guy. Billy again. Seven Rings, Ariana Grande. I don't know what 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 do people hear in that Seven Rings? Are they just trying to give Oscar Hammerstein and Richard Rodgers another um Oscar? Is that what they're trying to do? Because that literally is. These are a few of my favorite things. When the dog bites, when the bee sings. That's literally what that song is. Like it literally is. Breakfast at Tiffany's. I'm like, okay, girl, that's not an original song. That's not no best pop solo performance. Everybody sing favorite things every Christmas. What you talking about? Um, Truth Hurts by Lizzo. And You Need to Calm Down. Beyonce's not getting it. Let's just, <laughs> she's going to get an Oscar for that spirit song. She's not going to get a Grammy. Um, this could really go to bad guy. This just seems like right. Taylor Swift is on here. You need to calm down. She need to calm down with being on these lists because I don't really see. I don't. You need to calm down. Really got played a lot, but I think it got played a lot because the video was like LGBTQIA plus friendly 
you know, and Todrick was in it. <laughs> Todrick was in it. <laughs> Todrick. <laughs> Todrick. <laughs> Todrick. Um, so I feel like, okay, that's why the song is being nominated because if it wins, then it means like it's a win for the LGBTQIA and I'm such a supporter of gay rights and like I'm such a supporter of like you know, be yourself and, like, be, you know, riding off that boat. But the song wasn't good. The song was not good. I have listened to Taylor Swift music before. I will raise my hand and I will say I have listened to music. And really, she has not made good music since 1989. And that is the truth. 1989 was a good album. I didn't like Taylor Swift then, but I had to clap because the album was good. So, you need to calm down. It's not like... It is literally just not good music. It's the, it's the B-side of, like, a really good career. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really is the B-side. Best pop duo group performance. We have Boyfriend by Ariana Grande and Social House. Didn't even hear it. Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. They're going to win because... They just had this huge resurgence, and it's like, oh, go Jonas Brothers. Old Town Road, Little Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Maybe he'll win, but if he's going to win Song of the Year or Record of the Year, he ain't going to win Pop. They not giving you both of these, girl. Senorita Shawn Mendes, Camila Cabello. Sunflower Post Malone Sway Lee. I think it's between, I think, I really think the Jonas Brothers are going to take it because they're not going to give you, they're not giving Little Nas X too. You're not getting two Grammys. I'd be surprised about that. Now, here's the one I really have questions about, you guys. Best pop vocal album. The Lion King, The Gift, Beyonce. I'm coming back to it. When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Billie Eilish. Thank You, Next, Ariana Grande. Like I told you, great album. Great album. Or like, um, with a... What did Aretha Franklin say? Beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. Um, Great album, great album, but just a lot of controversy around you. Didn't even get to hear the music, really. Uh, Number six collaborations project, Ed Sheeran. Um, Lover, Taylor Swift. I didn't even listen to the Lover album. I listened to, like, four or five songs, and I was like, you're not getting it, girl. Like, it's not popping like it usually do. Um, This is my question. What about the Lion King, the GIF album, is a pop vocal? Hello? I'm waiting for your answer. The Lion King, the GIF. If you have listened to one song on that album, tell me, tell me which song is the pop vocal. Maybe, Spirit? Maybe. Spirit, can't you hear it calling? I doubt it. I doubt I hear it calling pop vocal. I mean, most of the album is like, uh, I guess we could call it R&B, but it's like Afrobeats, which Afrobeats might live in R&B, hip-hop. I'll give it a hip-hop. I'll give it a hip-hop R&B. Definitely. That's not no pop vocal album. But this is the manipulation of, um, like, mm, context. This album is associated with Disney. 
This album is associated with Lion King. This album is associated with, like, kids and children and, you know, something... I don't really know if the album is associated with a kid. I know the album doesn't have cursing on it, which I, I didn't notice till like, later on. I was like, oh, this album doesn't really have cursing on it. It's, it's family-friendly, in quotations. It's a good bop. It's, like, great, incredible music. I mean, it's great, incredible music, but nothing about it is pop. Nothing about it is a pop vocal. It's just this album is placed here because of what it's associated with. And this is what bothers me about music is that when it's actually time to categorize something correctly, we're supposed to go, no. But when you want to manipulate the view of something, because people are going to say, people are going to see it and be like, Lion King the Gift. I didn't even know Beyonce had an album out now. If you didn't know Beyonce had an album out, you are living under a rock. You are living under a rock. So, um, literally, the Lion King the Gift Beyonce is not a pop vocal album, period. I mean, that just don't make sense. I don't know who's going to win. It's probably Billie Eilish because I don't know these other people. If Taylor Swift wins, I'm going to be very upset. That album was not good enough to be nominated or given an award. Um, Some honorable mentions. Um, uh, best R&B performance uh love again by daniel caesar and brandy i will say that's a good song but daniel caesar said some really like weird stuff about african americans so they canceled him so that's why you probably didn't hear that song um brandy sounds so good on it though could have been um her featuring bryson tiller and what i said about daniel caesar that's what i'm talking about as african americans have the ability black people will have the ability to say hot not <laughs> hot not okay um and they told daniel caesar not um he's nominated for a grammy but uh will it win probably not um could have been her featuring bryson tiller i like that song um exactly how i feel lizzo featuring gucci man um i think that either that will win or come home by Innocent Pack. It was really good. Best traditional R&B performance time today. BJ the Chicago Kid. Steady Love, India Ivory. Very good song. Jerome, Lizzo. The amount of people who have... This is a song that I enjoy that Lizzo sings. But the amount of women... Who have said to me, oh my God, have you heard Lizzo's Jerome song? Like, it rem- like when I hear it, I think of you. And I literally go, why? And they're like, well, your name's Jamal. And she's like singing about Jerome. Like, they're like close or whatever. And I'm like, they're not. And this is what I was talking about last episode with them using my damn name all the time. They associate that as the regular ass black ass name. So when people hear Jerome, they go, oh, my God, Jerome is like Jamal because Jamal's like regular ass black name because I've seen it all my life because it's in every movie because it's in every song. We talked about that last time. So what I'm saying is I have a really hard 
relationship with Jerome because it's a good song, but the amount of people who've came up to me and been like, oh my God, have you heard Lizzo's song, Jerome? Like, oh my God, it just reminds me like of you because like your name's Jamal and Jerome, they not the same name, girl. They not. They're not the same name. Jerome, Jamal, and my name's Jamel. Jamel. Say it with me. Jamel. One more time because you've been saying it wrong. Jamel. Okay, I know they said Jamal. I know say Jamal, Jerome, whatever. Let's say it one more time. My name is Jamel. Just like Whoopi Gover said, my name is Sister Mary Clarence. <laughs> okay. Um, also in this category, we have Real Games, Lucky Day, and we have Built for Love. Now listen, Built for Love is PJ Morton featuring Jasmine Sullivan. If you have not heard that song with PJ Morton, who won last year? And he also won, I think he won for his album, and I also think he won with... Um, Yabba, Yabba. We're waiting for that album, baby. Y-E-B-B-A. She won the Grammy with PJ Morton. Listen, this PJ Morton song with Jasmine Sullivan deserves a Grammy. Not because PJ Morton wrote a stellar song. Not because the vocals are incredible. But because Jasmine Sullivan got snuffed a few years ago at the Grammys when she was supposed to win for her album. And y'all gave it to D'Angelo, who hasn't made any music since, who didn't have a good album, who was not constructed the way that Jasmine Sullivan's was. That was a hot album. Reality show should have won. So please... An honorary Give Her Her Things Award, please. And here is the category I want to talk about the most. So this is Best R&B Song. Could have been That's With Her featuring Bryson Tiller. Look at me now. You guys, y'all know how long I've been on Emily King? I remember when Emily King came to um, West Orange. I was up here in New Jersey for like a summer something whatever and my cousin she was um she actually she hasn't made these in a while but she used to make these little collard green rolls she was there selling her collard green rolls and um damn them shits is good fuck like i'm about to call my cousin right now and say uh, you know what for, the, for thanksgiving can we get the collard green rolls please <laughs> the collard green rolls and she used to make this special sauce oh my god it's coming back to me Oh my God, I want a collard green roll, for real. Um, but she was selling her collard green rolls. Dang, it was really good. I'm sorry, y'all. The collard green rolls was really good. So, I'm trying to get that collard green roll. Um, so, uh, she was there selling her collard green rolls at this like event. And Emily King played the guitar and sung... Georgia and another song and she was like I'm just an up and coming artist blah 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 girl is at the Grammys now she's nominated for a Grammy look at me now okay so anybody who follows Emily King will know that her sound has changed quite a bit to that like adult contemporary type sound that we're like in between with like I'm like half R&B half adult contemporary like somewhere where Sade lives, you know, that kind of... She's not saying that Sade is not R&B, 
but y'all know what I'm saying. Like it's a it's a sound that's not so easily definable. So look at me now is one of those songs where I'm like, okay, I, I like it. I like look at me now, but it's not my favorite Emily King song. But I'm just happy she made it to the Grammys. Like any way to get there. No guidance by Chris Brown and Aubrey Graham. <laughs> Chris Brown featuring Drake. Uh, I think that this song will win because it was just huge and people loved it. I don't... There are other people that really represent the R&B category. This is a little bit more hip-hop. It's a little bit more rap to me. But Chris Brown is R&B, so he's the largest, the biggest R&B singer out there today, I would say. He is the king of R&B right now, if I can say that. Um, I know people are like, oh, man, Chris Brown. I'm like, yeah, Chris Brown. Chris Brown is the one making, you know, 40-track albums. <laughs> uh, Roll Some More by Lucky Day and Say So. I really want Say So to win. It's PJ Morton again. This man is making music. If you listen to PJ Morton, he, he is of the Stevie Wonder um, Workshop 105. He came from that, the Stevie Wonder Workshop. He really has that timbre and that tone that really gives you the reminiscence of the Stevie Wonder days. Uh, PJ Morton also does a feature where people are in the room with him and they actually sing harmonies. So it's real R&B music. He sings with JoJo and it's so good. The song is so simple, but it's so good. And when it came out, I purchased it because not only am I a JoJo fan, but I'm a PJ Morton fan. And his song last year with Yeba was so good. And then the song with Jasmine Sullivan was so good. So I really, if the Jasmine Sullivan does not win, I really believe that Say So is the best R&B song out there right now that was nominated. Um, the other ones are good, but I think Say So will take it. Um, some other little honorable mentions because I am who I am. Best musical theater album, Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Time of the Temptations, Hades Town, Moulin Rouge the Musical, The Music of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and Four Contemporary Suites in Oklahoma. Um, Hades Town should take it because it's really the only one with original music. <sighs> Ain't Too Proud is The Music of the Temptations. Moulin Rouge is literally the last 10 years of pop songs. Um, <laughs> it literally, it really is. It really is like the last 10 years of pop songs. And I don't think that's worthy of a Grammy. Great on Broadway, but not worthy of a Grammy. Um, the music of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is the music from a play. If it wins, it's because it's Harry Potter, not because it's the best music in Oklahoma. Um, I just don't see that winning. That's all. And I just wanted to say Trevor Noah and Dave Chappelle and Ellen DeGeneres are nominated. And Aziz Ansari are nominated for Best Comedy Album. So that should be really interesting to see who wins that. Definitely think it's going to go to Trevor Noah. Because I feel like comedy albums are more about who's hot. More so than who's like... And I mean, Trevor Noah is um, the first... Not the first, but one of our few comedians that's really, really intelligent and makes us laugh with intelligence. It makes us really think outside of 
the American view um, makes us see on a global level. And I don't know a comedian that really helped us see on a global level, especially a black one who like so comfortably can like talk about French culture and then turn around and talk about soccer and then turn around and really break down America in a way that makes you think that he's from here, but not in a way that cuts, a way that heals, but still makes us laugh. That, I don't know. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Haven't seen it. Trevor Noah for the win. That's all I have for the Grammys. Um, I do have a special segment coming up, but I want to... I'm going to end on a funny note, but I want to deal with something a little bit, little bit bigger. A little bit bigger. So, um, the other night, I was at the bar. Not when I was on vacation. I was working at the bar. Working at Lion King, um, doing my duties. So, here's the thing about working at a Broadway house. You have 15-minute intermission. You're trying to get through as many people as possible, serve them their drinks, their snacks, their candy, whatever. You're trying to hustle. And you're trying to make a tip, a decent tip. Um, Just for anybody who's listening to the show, like, I never talked about this, but if you don't tip, get off my airways. Um, (laughs) You really, really, really need to think about the money that you give to people when they serve you. A lot of people in this country live off this money, and I know I'm getting on a soapbox. A lot of people live off this money, and a lot of people need that money. And they don't need your dollar. They don't need your quarters. They don't need your $2. They need your 5 They need your 10 Consider raising the value and the percentage of the tip that you give. So that's just, that's just a side note. Really think about it. Really think. Because a lot of people, I've heard them say things like, well, when my server, they just wasn't good. And, you know, they didn't really blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, you have bad days too on your job. But is your check docked? I'm waiting for an answer. Is your check, is your check docked? When you send the wrong email? Mm-hmm. When you mess up on a register or the computer or whatever, blah, 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 you you doing whatever, is your check docked? It's not. So think about that when you're dealing with servers and people literally remembering your whole complicated order with your side of chili and your side of cheese. And, oh, does it come um, with a piece of bread? Can I get a piece of bread with that? And, oh, I also need a cranberry juice. And, oh, my wife want a Grey Goose with two, um, um, with just a, two splashes of cranberry juice. And you have a fresh lime. Like, yo, for real. Like, really consider that this person is taking care of you, serving you. So I'm at the bar. Intermission. We're rolling. I'm rolling through people. Like, there's sometimes you catch a groove and you're just rolling. You're getting your tips. You're rolling through. You're closing people out. I When I close people out, I really take my time. That's where I lose my time, closing people out. But closing people out correctly make, creates you to have more money. 
because you tell them where to circle and where to sign so they know this is where the tip area is. These are the suggested tips. Like, you need to go ahead and circle one of these tips and sign the bottom. I'll do the math. I'll close it out. Don't worry. Sometimes if you do it fast enough, I can close it out right there and give you your closed receipt. So then you have to worry about me putting in $20 when you only wrote $2. You know what I'm saying? It happens. So um, you want to be... You want to be careful with that or whatever. So I'm just rolling through, getting people done, whatever. My partner, who I will keep nameless for this podcast, is going through people and this man throws change in the jar. And we always sigh when someone throws change in the jar. Three reasons why. First reason is the sound is jarring. Like, it just makes you feel... The sound just the sound alone makes you feel like a peasant. It's just like you hear the pennies hitting the the bottom of the jar. You hear the quarters hitting the bottom of the jar or whatever. And it's just like, fuck, like don't don't do that. Don't just don't give nothing. Like don't don't throw quarters at me. I'm not I'm not poor. Like I'm not that person. Don't do it. It just feels feels really, really bad. Two when you throw coins, somebody else will throw coins. And three, we consider it bad luck. At our bar, we just consider it bad luck. Don't throw coins in our jar. And I pick the coins out. If you throw coins in there, I will pick every coin out and I will give it back to you. So um, someone threw coins in my partner's jar and we both went, Ugh. he was like, no, don't do that. It's bad luck. And the guy was, the guy just really didn't even care. So the person that was behind him, before he's, like, even done totaling up this guy's total, and all he got was, like, I want to say he got a drink, which is $8. It's Lion King. It's Broadway. It's expensive. He got $8 drink, and he got, like, a Twix or something like that. It was like, oh, no, he got a drink and a water. So it came to $13 because the water is $5. So he got a bottle of water, and he got a drink. So $13. And he just throws, like, a couple of quarters and some dimes or whatever in the jar. And my partner's like, wait, wait, wait. I just said, why'd you do that? I just said it's bad luck. He's like, if you charge me $13 for a soda and, um, a water i want you to have bad luck and my partner so graciously and you know the people who work in the service industry we could turn up and he did not turn up he so graciously said um i don't set the prices and i don't make you buy them like but this is like that's what i live off of and he's like i don't care so then my partner and all his fierceness picks the coins out of the jar puts them on the side the guy's like, well, just give me my change. So my partner gave him his change, which I think was like $6 or something like that. 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 $7. I be doing it. I be doing the math. Um, $7. I did count on my hand. Don't judge me. Um, <laughs> literally gave him $7 in coins. So the guy gets really mad. He's like, oh, you're doing this to spite me, giving me my change in coins. And my partner didn't say anything. He just gave him the money. The guy gets mad, throws the coins at him. He threw like two of the coins in the jar and the rest of the coins he just threw at my partner. And then my partner goes, you know, that's really rude. 
And he walks away. And he's like, you're rude. And then he walks by me. And because I wear my name tag still, we don't have to wear the name tags no more. But y'all know. Remember, I told y'all about my name. Here's my name again. Hey, Jamal, what's your friend's name? What's your partner's name? He don't have to wear a name tag. You got to wear a name tag. What's your partner's name? I don't say anything. I don't say anything at all because I'm still serving. We only got a couple of minutes. He's taking up time. I ain't got time to address him. He says, he says, oh, you ain't going to say nothing? And I don't say anything at all. He said, you ain't nothing but an Uncle Tom nigga. So, y'all know me. I just turned, I just looked to the side and kept serving. And later on when I told the bartenders what happened, everybody was like, if I would have heard that, I would have went off. I would have, I would have, no. They were like, I can't believe you stayed so composed when he said that because I'm black. <laughs> because I'm blacky, black, black, and my name is Jamal. That's why I stayed composed. Because if Jamal would have lost his mind, then Jamal would have lost his job. Jamal would have looked like what you see on reality TV. Jamal would have looked like Nene Leakes screaming and yelling, flipping tables. Jamal would have disrupted the um, peace at this Disney establishment. Jamal would have been the one getting in trouble and brought down to the office. Jamal would have been the one being released from a really decent job. Jamal would have been the one in trouble, even though the guy called me the N-word. So guess what? Jamal has to keep his composure. And a lot of people had a lot of trouble understanding that. They was like, I really don't understand it. And I was like, it's not for you to understand. It's just one of those things where when you're blacky black, like, you just can't act like that. And the guy who said it to me was black. So, one, I didn't want to turn up with him because he's the customer. He is always going to win. He's going to win, you know? And then I'm like, if I would have said my partner's name, my partner would have got in trouble. I don't want my partner to get in trouble because I don't want that person throwing coins in my jar. So I, I I was like in a rock and a hard place and I was like, I just let it roll off my back. I've been called an Uncle Tom before and Uncle Tom is a black person who's not really like down for black people, really a protector of like white culture and white peace. But that's not what I was then. That's my partner. That's my person. I work with him at the bar every day. I don't know you. Mr. You complain. Really? Really? You complain about $13? Then don't come to the bar. Don't even act like that. And you up here calling me an Uncle Tom. How do you look to these other nice, fine-looking people at the Lion King? Getting their $13, $15, $52, $98 drinks. They're not complaining. They're not throwing coins in the jar. They're circling the receipt and giving me 20% tip. So you tell me why you yelling about $13. Really? For a soda and a water? If you, didn't, if you was thirsty and you didn't want to pay it, get off the line. That's how I feel. Girl, I'm not about to argue with you over $13. You didn't even get no drinks. I can understand you got two great gooses and a um, Tanqueray. You know what I'm saying? You were like, damn, it's my check $70. Yeah, okay, you got a double great goose and you got a Tanqueray. Your shit is expensive. I would complain about that. I would say something. I got three alcoholic drinks and I'm paying almost $50. You're right. You're right. You're, you're right. It, that's expensive. That's ridiculous. Like, it's expensive in New York, but dang, on Broadway, y'all trying to rape me. 
trying to take my wallet. I understand that. But a water and a soda? $13? Really? You screaming and yelling about $13 throwing coins in a jar for $13? Wishing bad luck on people for $13? You pressed. I'm sorry. And you're not even downstairs. You're not even an orchestra. You're not even in a premium seat. You're not even in a producer's circle. You're sitting up here in the mezzanine. You're sitting in a nosebleed. You're sitting up high. You need binoculars. You need good glasses. You need contacts. You need to stretch your legs. You need to move your body because you're tight. You're up high. You can't see. You can't even see all the animals from your perspective at the Lion King, sir. Complaining about $13. You're not even downstairs. You don't even have an open view. You don't even get to see the orchestra or the conductor. You're upstairs. All you see is heads. So what I'm looking like yelling at you over $13. Obviously, you cheap. You can't get close. You can't afford to be close. And you worried about $13. I bet you are thirsty up high. It's hot. You want a drink? You need a Sprite? You need a water? Tell me, sir. Try it again. I'll never, ever, ever lose my cool over $13 and a couple of coins in my jar. Save it. Save your coins. And stop going to, and y'all stop going to the bar yelling at people talking about some, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, these prices, these prices, these prices. Y'all kill me with these prices. If you don't want to pay it, step off the line. Because um, uh, Jean-Pierre will pay for the Perrier right behind. He will pay. He will pay for the period. Okay? He may not tip, but he'll pay for the period. He's not complaining about the prices. Save it. Okay? Y'all go to these nice functions or whatever. Bring you a water in your pocketbook, honey. And bring you two waters for your husband who don't want to pay $13. <laughs> bring two waters in your pocketbook. One water for you, one water for him. So he don't have to scream at me at the bar. Hello. Thank you. Okay, that was fun. (laughs) So the last thing I would like to do is something very, very fun. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you have enjoyed the show. This last thing is for all of you. I know it's something that you're going through. I know it's something you're dealing with in your life. Thanks for tuning in today. Hope you enjoy this little playoff. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. It's going to be swell. I'll see you next time. Tell me what you think about what's coming up. It's pretty good. Love you guys. Bye. Peace out. In a world where cable is dying, subscriptions are the hot new thing, and they're all fighting to get into your bank account. Who will get that visa and win? Sports? Now television? Old content, new content, nostalgia, you decide in Subscription Wars! Get ready, because the competition is hot. Last week, Disney, Hulu, ESPN made an alliance, but still have to face a single elimination. Would their choice be enough? HBO is producing new content as we speak especially with their win of Game of Thrones two weeks ago. But is it enough to keep them in the race? And last week, CBS and YouTube were eliminated in a double elimination 
Let us move to the elimination room where the platforms are in for a surprise. I have seven platforms before me. One of you will be eliminated today. The first one who will remain in the running, Netflix. You're still producing original content. And though you're one of the oldest platforms in this competition, the judges are really impressed. Disney Plus, you really wowed the judges this week. Who knew a nostalgia could be so amazing? Congratulations. Hulu, you are the now girl. Everything I want to see that's going on right now, you've got it. And you're giving us original content? That's amazing. Congrats. ESPN. Because everybody loves sports. Congratulations. Will BET Plus and Amazon Prime please come stand before me? I have two platforms. BET. Are you here? For the content or the culture? Amazon Prime, you give me everything I need on time, books, packages. But except for one show, where's the content? And the one who will remain in subscription wars. BET Plus for the culture. Amazon Prime, you will have to pack your things and go home. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget, don't forget, don't forget to subscribe. Thanks. And you can follow me at Life with Jamal on Instagram and Jamal Creates on Twitter. Life with Jamal, J A M A A L. Life with Jamal. Instagram, Jamal Creates, J A M A A L. Creates <laughs> at Twitter. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you in another two weeks. Yeah. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Love you.